Well, good morning, and it is indeed a good morning. I hope all of you had a magnificent weekend. I know I did. Um, it was so good to welcome in the month of August. I tell you, God has some great things in store for each and every one of his children, so you need to get up every morning in great expectation of receiving what God has for you. Amen? And so... Um, stay excited, um, have your spiritual antennas up, and be in expectation what God has for you. So I have some more nuggets for you this morning. We are of you when it comes to um, and concerning the weapons of your warfare. Amen. And so I want you to get Bible and paper and your pencil, get ready to take some notes. And please, if you're here with us for the first time, even if you've been on before, please let us know where you are tapping in from so that people will know. And if you, God drops something in your spirit, concerning what it is that I am bringing forth this morning, make a comment in the, in the comment section because we're in this battle together. Two will send, one will send a thousand a flight, two will send 10,000 a flight. Let's send the enemy a flight today with this prophetic word from the Lord. Amen. I will be right back with you. You know, as I was waiting to come back on, what dropped in my spirit, how many of you had an opportunity this weekend to pray for someone or to witness or to tell someone that you love them? You know, we as believers, we have a language within ourselves. You know, every um, field of study has a language. And being a Christian, we have a language. And a lot of people who are not Christians, um, they don't understand the language. And so sometimes, you, you know, we ask people, are you saved? They have no clue what, you, what you're talking about. You can ask them, has anyone told you that God loves you? And that's a good way to open up a conversation. And you'd be surprised at how many people will say, no, no one has ever told me that. Well, I want to let you know that God loves you and he has great things in store for your life. That's you prophesying into someone's life. And so I have a great word for you today. But before I get started, let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, I thank you that I decrease and your spirit increase through me. I thank you and I give you praise and glory. And Father, I thank you that my words are anointed. Your words are anointed that will come forth out of my mouth. I thank you that the ears of the listeners are anointed and they receive the word 
that you have for them today. In Jesus' mighty majestic name, we pray amen and amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited today, and I hope that you are. It's going to be a marvelous day today. And so I want to remind you that I'm coming from Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network. And of course, I'm on Facebook Live. And so this message is going out on multiple platforms. And so you can always find this message. If you miss it today, you can go back onto Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network and find the message of today. And these sessions in the morning are called Morning Glory Impact Points. And so I believe that they will have a tremendous impact on your life if you listen to them. Amen. There's no shame in my game. I know what God is doing. Amen. Praise God. So this morning, I'm going to be speaking to you from Ecclesiastics 7 and 12. What a powerful scripture. I tell you, we're talking about the weapons of our warfare. And we need to know all the weapons that we have. We need all the ammunition that we have to come up against the enemy. Now, I know we fight not flesh and blood, but spirits and principalities. And so we need to learn how to fight spirit with spirit. You can't fight a spirit with your fists, okay? You can fight a spirit with your word as long it is the logos that's coming out of your mouth that turns into the rhema. When you speak it, the breath, the zoe, breath of life is released into the word that you are releasing out of your mouth. Whoa, that is rich. That is so good to know that when you when you breathe, you know, um, God breathed the breath of life into Adam and Adam became a living soul. So when you breathe the breath of life into the words that you release out of your mouth, I tell you, things start happening. Things start shaking. Dead bones come alive. Minds are shifted. People are changed. You said, well, what about you know, the fact that people have free will. Well, we do have free will. And so what you do is when you speak, the wind of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, comes forth and it begins to shift and change the atmosphere. Amen. Somebody needed to hear that today. I know I needed to hear it. Amen. Um, the word always comes to you first and then to the people. So praise God. So Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, amen, 7 and 10, 12. What a powerful scripture. And this morning we're talking about the weapons of your warfare and how that money, my God, is a weapon. That's right, money is a weapon. You say, how is my money a weapon? Well, first let's look to the word of God. I want you to know that the word of God is confirming anything and everything that I'm saying to you. In Ecclesiastes 7 and 12, I'm reading from today is from the King James Version. It says, for wisdom is a defense. Now we know wisdom is the principal thing. <laughs> it's the first thing, okay? And so we do need wisdom. But it goes on to say, and money, and I want you to say this with me. And money, say it again. And money is a defense. So money is a defense in your life. Money is a weapon in your life. And we need to utilize money as a weapon. You say, well, how do I utilize money as a weapon? 
We're going to get there. Amen. It says, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. And so we have to have wisdom even in the money that we use as a defense. So we use money as a defense to, uh, to support the kingdom of God, to support the work of God. The word of God says that he gives seed to the sower. So if you don't have money, then you ought to ask yourself, well, am I sowing? Am I sowing into good ground? You know, what am I doing with my finances? Am I paying, am I, am I giving my tithes and my offerings? Am I being obedient to the word of God? See, when we do what God says to do in the word of God, then we can bring him in remembrance of his word and say, Father, you told me if I did this, you would do that. And you don't do it just so he'll do that, but you do it out of obedience. You do it out of respect. You do it out of what he has commissioned us to do. And, and first of all, <laughs> he's trying to set you up for a blessing because if God tells you to give to an individual, and, and yes, that person may look like they have a need, but guess what? It's you who needs the blessing. So he's trying to open up the floodgates of heaven. He's trying to open up the avenue of finances for you. So, so when you get an unction in your spirit, you need to begin to sow. Some of you are listening to this message. Some of you, you've been on here. You know, I have not asked for an offering, but are you willing to give an offering? You know, you need to sow into the seed. One plant, one water, but God gives the increase. And so when you, I'm planting the seeds. How many of you are watering the seeds and waiting for God to in, give the increase? So money is a defense. And so when you receive the blessings of God, don't be selfish and ask big. Don't ask God for $100 because you could probably do that in a day's notice and working. But ask God for $5,000 to open up a business so that you can be a blessing to others. So you have to think big. Some of you, you have a vision, you things that you want to do, but yet and still you haven't heard from God. And you're like, well, God, where are you? I don't see you in this situation. And God is saying, guess what? Your vision is too small. I'm too big, my God. I can't fit in your vision because it is so small. So God wants us to come up out of the basement woo, of what he is trying to build in your life. You hear what I'm saying? And he wants you to go to the penthouse. He wants you to go to the top of the top of what he has for you. He wants you to go to the pinnacle peak of what he has for you. Amen. So Examine yourself. Examine what it is that you are believing God for. Is it is it big enough for God to fit in it? Is it big enough to say for God to say, "Oh, look at my son. Look at my daughter. They're trusting me. They are asking for something that I know they know they can't do it in and of themselves. So they're trusting me to be able to do it. Isn't that awesome? And so you say. How's that defense? Because the more money you make, the more you can sow into the kingdom. The more money that, that you inherit, I like that word, inherit, because he gets seed to the sower, 
We know that it's harvest time. You sow seeds, you receive the harvest. But for many of us, all of the believers, there is an inheritance that belongs to us because we are, we are brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. And there is an inheritance that he has for us. An inheritance, you, you, you don't have to do anything for it. You just receive it because you're in the bloodline. You're in that right position. You're in that right place to receive the word of God. Amen. Good morning. There are many of you that are on this morning. And I thank you for waking up with me. It is early. I've been up. Good morning, Yolanda. It is good to see you. Amen. Praise God. Yolanda, this is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Most definitely. There you go. Prophesy, my sister. Let God use you. And this is the day, and we have to be in great expectation of what God is going to do in your life. Amen? And so money is a defense. You can use the money. Look, if, if you favor will get you what money can't buy you. But if you have money, you can, you can be a blessing to so many people, people who are homeless, people in foreign countries that are lacking. If you have the money, you can um, sow into schools to help buy supplies for children. It's a defense because the enemy wants us to have lack. But if you have the finances, my God, then you have the ability and you have the authority to be a blessing to others who don't have. You have the ability to teach others how to get it. <laughs> my God, how to get into a business, how to be able to sow, how to believe and trust God for all that he has for you. My God, God is so good. Yes, inheritance, you just receive it. It just comes to you through the bloodline. Amen. And that is so true. And so it says, but the excellency of knowledge. See, we got to have knowledge. We know that we have an inheritance. We know that we have blessing. But do you have knowledge concerning it? The excellency of knowledge. Do you understand how to receive your inheritance? Do you know how to sow the seed and receive a good harvest? Some of us need to pray for a crop failure because we've been sowing seeds that are negative. And so we've been getting negativity in our life. And so we need a crop failure. And so you need to speak over those negative seeds and command them to be pulled up from the root and command them not to prosper. You want good success, not just success, but you want good success, good, better, best. Wow, that was a, a message that my husband taught many years ago, and, and it's kind of dropped in my spirit, good, better, and best. We're not walking in our best yet, and God wants us to walk in our best, not just good. He used to use the illustration of the Sears commercial, how they would sell washing machines, and they always showed they had a good washing machine a better washing machine, and they had the best. And each one was a different variation of a price. And so if you want the best, then you have to invest your best. You know, not just money, but you have to invest 
your time, your talent, and your treasure to receive the best that God has for you. You have to invest in yourself. You are valuable. And so um, people ought to invest into you to receive the best that they can receive from God. Amen? God is amazing. And so you give your time, your talent, and your treasure. I remember when um, we first started out in ministry and we didn't have very much. My God, what we would do, uh, you know, we would put pencils in the offering. We said, man, the ministry need pencils. If I, you know how we collect pencils and pens around, I would just get a whole handful of them and sew it into the ministry. So then that way they wouldn't have to spend money to go and get the pens and the pencils because why someone has sowed. And whatever you sow, you shall reap. You'll reap the blessings of being able to sow into someone's life. So your time, you say, well, I don't have money. Well, go volunteer your time in the ministry. Go volunteer your time in nursing homes. Go volunteer your time in the school to help so that the finances don't necessarily have to be spent. But your, your time is valuable. So by you volunteering your time in the school, let's say your time, your time is worth um, $400 a week. Guess what? You know, that's $400 a school doesn't have to spend. If you invest your time into a ministry a week, 40 hours, and, and you get $400, I don't know if that sounds, you know, too far out or not far enough. You say, well, five, $400, that's no money. Well, okay, $500. But my point is that's less money that the ministry has to spend because you are volunteering your time. And so it goes on, volunteer your time, your talent, and your trip. What is your talent? Are you able to sing? Do you do flags? Do you, do you dance? What is it that you do? Because if you can give your talent to the church as a worship leader, worshiping God, because many churches have to pay people to come in and do worship. If you are a drummer or a guitar player, Many churches have to pay these individuals to come in and do these services because they don't have people in the ministry or the people in the ministry are being silent. So you have to give your time, your talent, and your treasure. So money is a defense. Let me read this again. For wisdom is a defense. How's wisdom? Um, wisdom is the principal thing. And if you have wisdom, you will have. You'll have wisdom on how to utilize your finances. First of all, he says, but the excellency of knowledge. You'll have knowledge about how to invest, how to do the stock market, you know, how to invest your finances, you know, in businesses. You'll have knowledge about that. And you'll have wisdom. You know, you have um, what I call... You get a check in your spirit. You get a check in your spirit. You know, Holy Spirit is trying to say, "Uh -uh uh-uh, don't go that way. Because if you go that way, you'll make a mistake. You know, my husband, God bless him. You know, my husband was slow to move. And I was quick and anxious. I wanted to do this this way. And I wanted to do this that way. And But he would wait up on the Lord. 
And if you don't wait up on the Lord and you begin to be anxious for whatever it is that you need, nine times out of 10, you'll make a mistake. So you just need to wait up on the Lord, have the knowledge and the wisdom to wait. He who has wisdom will have. You will not make the mistake. Read it once again. But money, everybody say money. Money is a defense. A defense in any way because the enemy comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He wants to destroy whatever it is people have. And if you're making mistakes, you're wasting money, money that can be used for other things, money that can be used to bless families. You know, right now, um, I understand that um, the people who received grace with their rent wouldn't be put out, but it's over with now. Now, just think, if you were an entrepreneur and you had money, my God, you would be able to use that money as a defense to keep people from being moved out of their home by paying the rent for a couple of people. Woo, wouldn't that be powerful? Wouldn't that be awesome if you could go to 10 families and say, how much is your rent? And you not necessarily, you don't have to give it to the people, but you can give it to the landlord, pay their rent for six months. And you say, well, what happens after the six months? Then they have to believe, you have to believe that God will bring in other resources to help these people out. But you want to be a blessing. Don't worry about what they're going to do. How many of you see the people on, um, that are on the sides of the roads um, asking for money? People say, no, I'm not going to get to them because I know what they're going to do. They're going to buy some liquor. Well, it don't matter what they're going to do. The thing is for you to be obedient and do it and give to them. Amen. Now they have signs up, give to the organization. Well, you have to obey the laws of the land. And if the laws of the land say, don't give it to them, give it to the organizations so that um, they have availabilities to them to be, come off of the street to receive food, receive clothes, or give it to a church or ministry that is trying to do the work. A defense. Money is a defense. The churches can stand. People forget it costs money to pay the light bill. <laughs> it takes money to clean the church. And, and the churches have really gone through in this past year almost going into a year and a half, my God, that um, they've had to pay rent and there are people that are not in the church, they're not giving tithes, they're not giving the offerings because some of them are not working and so they can't do it. And so um, they have really had challenges. But guess what? If you had the money, you would be able to help. You would be able to assist. Even though you couldn't go into the church and worship God, you could still help the church out to pay the bills, to get the church clean, keep the lights on. Amen? So money is a defense. The enemy, he wants to destroy. He wants to kill what God is doing. But you have to say, oh, no. Oh, no. God gave me the power to get wealth. He gave you the power, the wisdom, and the knowledge Look, I just had a meeting with um, some of my spiritual daughters and mentees this past weekend, and we talked about businesses and how they can develop 
and, and, and develop the hidden economy within them so that they can have the finances they need to go to the next level, to, to be more fruitful and successful. Um, this ministry, Ladies with a Legacy, we support women, widow women over in East Africa. We have several women that we support and give money to every single month. Amen. Uh, and not just giving them a fish. We want to teach them how to fish. You know, and the, the women that we support, a lot of them have their own businesses. We're using our money as a defense. We're using the finances to keep them from starving. We're keeping them um, from going homeless. We're keeping them, giving them the ability to feed their children. Money is a defense. Are you using money as a defense? God gives seed to the sower, and he wants you to sow it, not just into your own pocket, not just into your own closet, not just into your own refrigerator, but he wants you to sow it into the lives of others. Amen? God is so good, and time is precious. Yes, it is. My time is real valuable. You know, I know at one point in my life, thank you for that, Yolanda. Time is so precious, you know, and I understand now even more that my time is precious. It is valuable. That's why, you know, because of what I have invested in myself as far as knowledge and education, that I can go get a job in a university or a community college and make some nice money because my time is valuable. My knowledge is valuable, what I have. So you need to invest in yourself so that you can become more valuable, so that you can be a blessing to others. Amen? God is good. He is good all the time. This has really, really been a blessing. I don't know if how many of you look at money as being a defense, but it is. You know, it helps you to help others. It destroys the assignment of the enemy because he wakes, he gets, matter of fact, he doesn't sleep. But he, before you get up, he's already plotting how he can spoil the day. But if you wake up with the expectation, Father, show me who I can be a blessing to. I like going into the market, especially around Christmas, but it shouldn't just be Christmas. But I like going into the market and I may see a family with children and I just may walk up to them and say, here, I just want to bless you this. Or I may be in a restaurant and, and I, I, I wait for the spirit of the Lord to, to draw me to who it is that he wants me to bless. And, and I you know, tell the waitress, I want to pay for their meals. I wake up every morning with that in my spirit. And guess what? You can't outgive God, but it's sure fun trying to outgive God. You know, paying for clothes, you go to Target or Target, as some people want to call it, or Marshalls at any place, and, and just say, I want to pay for their food. I want to pay for their clothing. Some people do that. Okay, but if you're not, then you might want to try it. You'll like it. And then watch the blessings come into your life. Whatever you sow, you know, it comes back to you. Favor is a seed. You need favor, give favor. Okay, let the seeds come forth in your life and be a blessing to someone else. Place, you know, I talked about paying someone's rent. 
pay someone's electric bill. Amen. There are people that I've gone out to, to dinner with and, and they, we've gotten hip. You know, we get there first and tell the waitress we're paying for the meals because if not, there's an argument at the table. Who's going to pay? The, no, I'm going to pay for the meal. No, you pay for the meal. No, I, next time you get it. Amen. And that's the way it should be. Not that we are always looking to be the recipient of receiving the blessing. Now, please hear me right. There's nothing wrong with receiving the blessing. But our first attitude, our first attitude should be, I want to sow into this person's life. Amen? God is good. I want you to remember Ecclesiastes 7 and 12. For wisdom is a defense. He who has wisdom has. So if you have wisdom pertaining anything in life, you're going to have what it is that you ask for. And money is a defense. Woo, my God, that's powerful. That is so rich that money is a defense. Are you using your defensive weapons? We've been, I've been giving you nuggets about the weapons of our warfare and all used as a defense. But there needs to come a time that we need to be on the offense and not always being having to defend ourselves. But we need to be on the offense. We need to attack the enemy by using the weapons of our warfare. Amen. And tell them, look, enough is enough. You will not prosper in Jesus' name. Well, this has been a blessing. I truly hope that this is has been a blessing to you and it has for me. I want you to share this with someone because maybe there are those out there who don't realize that money is a defense. They can look at money in a different way, you know, that I can take this $5. My God, where's my wallet at? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let me get my wallet. I know I have some cash around here. So, yeah, here we go. I, I got some money. And so we need to look at money in a, deep, in a different way, you know, and go, wow, here's some money. Here's some money that I have in my hand. And this is a weapon. It is a weapon that if I take this money and I sow it into someone's life, that maybe I can feed them. I know when my children were younger, that I could feed my whole family for $5. Now, that was, you know, many years ago. But I would be able to feed my family for, for $5 a day. So here's $20. That'll feed them for four days. You say, how can you do that? Well, you buy rice, you buy some vegetables. And at the time, I would buy mackerel, okay? Four cans of mackerel or two cans of mackerel and some eggs. And I'd make mackerel patty and they would have rice and they have vegetables. They always had a three, at least a three-course meal. But money, my God, money is a weapon. You know, this here is $100 right here, and, and, and it will, uh, yes, yeah, $100 right here. This will bless someone to buy food or pay their electric bill. That's a weapon. Let God use the weapon of your finances to help others. Amen. Matter of fact, I'm willing to sow this into someone's life. If you have a need today, amen, and you say, I can use $20. I can use $100. I'm willing to sow this into your life. All I ask you to do is turn around and do it for someone else. So the first person who says, I, I can use 100 amen, I got a bill. Matter of fact, I, 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 and no joke, I have a bill 
that I didn't know how I was going to pay it. I believe this is prophetic. And so if you have a bill, you need to have this um, bill paid and you had only today to pay it, inbox me. And it will be a blessing. See, I'm sowing seeds. I'm using this as a defense. And so I'm using this as a defense to bless you. Amen? Praise God. So if you have, and the first person that um, contacts me, makes a notation, I will sow this $100 into your life. I, I want to I slap the enemy in the face. I want to help you buy some food. I want to help you pay your rent. I want to help you buy, pay your electric bill. Amen. I want you to help you buy some gas. Maybe you didn't have gas and you didn't know how you were going to get to work. The enemy didn't want you to get to work. Okay. And maybe your thoughts were doing something you didn't have any business doing. But God said, look, here's some money for you. Maybe you don't need the whole um, $100. Maybe you say, I just need 40 of it. I just need 60 of it. 60 will get me through until payday. Today is Monday. Maybe you do need the 100 to, for gas to get you where you have to go. Amen. God is good. This has truly, truly been a blessing. I've never done anything like this before. But remember, according to Ecclesiastes 7 and 12, my God, for wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. It's a defense, y'all. Praise God. So contact me, you know, and if you, you have a need, and, and you know, I'm not going to expose anybody to say, oh, but so-and-so, you know, they're the ones that contacted me and said that they had it. It's between you, me, and God. Amen. Nobody has to know your business. Just be truthful and honest. If you really and truly have a need, this money is yours. Amen. Praise God. God is so good. All right. Well, it's been a blessing. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. Make sure you share this message with someone. Amen. And I truly believe that it will be a blessing to them. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. So I'll be back with you tomorrow at the same time, same place. Um, I welcome you to join us in Morning Glory at 545 where we will begin to intercede and pray. We will pray and release blessings, the blessings of God upon the lives of those um, that we pray for today. I love the book of Deuteronomy. It talks about how you're blessed going in and blessed coming out. Amen. And if you want to sow into this ministry, amen. Let me see if I can pull it up. Hallelujah. Yeah, here it is. Right here, it's on the bottom of your screen. If you want to sow, you say, hey, I, I want to be a part of what you're doing. I want to be a part. Now, let me tell you, the money that is sown, I take that money and turn around and sow it into the lives of the um, widow women in Kenya. I send that each month. There's four families right now. I'm believing God for it to be increased. But as it increases, I will sow more. Amen. And so there's the information for my Zelle and the Cash App. But it has nothing to do with this. Okay. If you have a need, I want to sow it into your life. But if you say, I want to sow into what you're doing, I want a part of that blessing and sowing into the lives of those who have a need. Okay. I'm going to go for real now. Amen. You have a tremendous 